of this morning, we're still morning in the Revival Fire Service. In 20 minutes, we're going to look at the part two of the committed church member. The committed church member. I thought you were clapping. Close your eyes and lift your right hand and talk to God in the language of the Spirit. You are the fountain that will never run dry. We thank you, Lord. You will never run dry. Thank you for your presence in the name of Jesus. Father, it's only you that can plant a seed in the heart of your people. As I teach your word, let this seed be planted and let it yield in Jesus' name. Amen. The committed church member part two. Thought you are clapping. Clapping, there's no marks on your hands. Uh-huh. So we began a very interesting subject last week. I gave you scriptures to show why God needs us to be committed to church. And today I'm going to give us one more scripture and then I enter into the characteristics of who a committed church member is. So, um, Paul was writing a letter to Pastor Timothy and he wrote in the letter that he shouldn't add certain types of widows to the widows list in the church. He said, don't add this type of widows. Not every widow should be added to the widow's list. So, Paul gave him the details of the type of widows he shouldn't add to the list of widows the church has been supporting. So, in the early church, there was a list of widows that the church was responsible for their upkeep. But Paul was saying, Timothy, don't add every type of widow. Some widows are widows, but they are not widows. So these are the types of people you should add. But if these type of widows can, don't add them because they can go and work or they have certain means of resources. So 1 Timothy chapter 5 verse 9. 1 Timothy chapter 5 verse number 9. Let not a widow be taken into the number under three score years old having been the wife of one man. So the only, the people, if the person is below 60 years, don't add him. The widow must be 60 years and above. Then you can add him for assistance. Give me another version. Quickly. A widow who is put on the list for support must be a woman who is at least 60 years. Hello? But Paul, Paul, that was too harsh. I felt that that was too harsh. But it was a requirement with a certain wisdom. The reason is that if you are younger than 60, 
it is believed that you were strong because if Abraham was 99 and had a son, <laughs> you, you below 60, you should be working. And then the person should have been faithful to the husband that is dead. So not a woman who had three, one corners, <laughs> and blah, blah. That person will have financial support from other angles. Don't add her. So you see that it was an establishment where instructions were coming to the pastor to know how to rule or lead or shepherd the people. Please, I want everybody to be in his max or shield. It's compulsory. All shirts, be ensuring that. Yes. Amen. Pastor, why are you not in Max? Come and preach. <laughs> so, in the church, there was a system that believers gathered and they met. Okay? So, you, you can't say that you're a believer and that you are a, a man of the Spirit. If God has called you to, to be a pastor or a man of God to start a church, start a church. But don't stay home, okay, and say you have a fellowship with the Spirit of God. No. You are born into a spiritual family. The church is your spiritual family. And that is the reason why God used Apostle Paul to write a lot of things about the church. Because if God gave him the grace to write at least 14 books of the New Testament all about church. If you read Paul's, Paul's epistles, they were letters he wrote to pastors for the church. So it means that God is concerned with the church. And we must know what it means. Because you hear believers talk about the church and you see ignorance. You will see that this is ignorance at the highest level. How can I sit down for another human being to teach me? Me, it is only God that teaches me. You are ignorant. You don't know the Bible. And as a believer, we must get to know what God is saying about the church. Because one day you will be in a position to have the responsibility to teach someone about the church. Why do we do this? Why do we do this? Look, some of you, you don't pay your welfare. And when something happens to you, and the church doesn't give you anything. Eh, I am in the church. When this thing happened to me, nobody mind. You see, Paul was telling them, these are the kind of widows you should add to the list. A widow must not be less than 60 years. And he should, she should have been married faithfully to one man. So if you were in that church and you were a widow and you were 45, they will add you to the list. When they are sharing the 25 kilogram grant, they will not give it to you. You will talk and talk and talk. But according to the word that Paul has given to his son, by inspiration, you are not part of the list. The list shows us that then there was an organized body where people gathered who were Christians. So the church is very relevant in our days. And we need to hear these messages in this type of generation where we have become very selfish. 
where we have become very knowledgeable and yet very far from God. We know more in the Bible than them. But our relationship with God is very far. May it not be said that you are a Bible scholar and yet you don't know the God of the Bible. Give the Lord a clap offering. Yeah. We have so many apostles now. Wherever you pass on Facebook, everybody is an apostle. They can preach. Everybody can preach. But our relationship with God is not good. That is why we see it in the church. A brother is fighting with a brother. A sister is fighting with a sister. Because our relationship with God is the reason why we acquire Bible knowledge. But what is the use of acquiring Bible knowledge and yet our relationship with God is not intact? God remains our father, but what type of child are you to God? How do we relate with God? God wants us to relate well with him. That is why he gave us the Bible. So if you are not committed to a church, it means that you lack a certain understanding as a believer. It's not your fault. It's because you have not been told. You see, you cannot be a master of your own. I just finished preparing a sermon yesterday on the servant disciple. And it will be a nice teaching. The servant disciple. You cannot be a master of your own. Then Jesus shouldn't give the church pastors, prophets, apostles, and evangelists. For what? He gave it them so that they can edify the church. So if you don't understand why the church exists, you will see the church as a bank. Hello? So the church will pay your rent. When your landlord is sacking you, you are in the church. Yes. But sorry, you to me. The church you pay your bills. The church you do this. Eh, I was sick and nobody paid my bills. Ah. Have you paid your welfare? Do you tithe? Are you known? Are you here? The church you don't build cannot build you. Are you with me? The church you are not committed to cannot be committed to you. It is what you are committed to that you benefit from. So if you are not committed to the church, who should build the church for you? Are you here with me? Who should feed the church? When you belong to a church, you must be committed to the church. And I always tell you about the ECG meter. When ECG gives you a meter, the meter stays on your house. Identified with your house. It doesn't move to the next house. That doesn't have light. Oh, this house doesn't have light. So let me go and... No. It gets stuck to your house. So I hear people say, eh, church, you don't need to be committed to church before you go to heaven. Really? In heaven, there is a church. Are you here? In heaven, there is a church. Maybe Ephesians chapter 14, verse 15. Let's go there before I give you the first characteristics of a committed church member. Some people just react when you are talking about church as if 
church is poison. When they hear any teaching about church, and they are Christians, so they are spiritual people. When you are talking about church, then they are finding their own sermon from the devil. You know, the Bible talks about doctrines of devils that came into the church through the ministration of Jezebel. They are doctrines of devil. They neutralize and they try to counter the word of God in a very subtle way. They call it the doctrines of devil. So you see people getting up, fighting against sea sowing. Christians, not unbelievers. Christians and sometimes you look up to them. You see people um, mocking prayer. They mock prayer as if those who pray, they are not intelligent, they are not spiritual. You see people mocking, what again? First fruit and titan. Oh, titan is the Old Testament. When you become born again, you don't tithe again. Look at them. And the church, we ourselves are supporting such teachings. You see people supporting all kinds of things competition here and there in the church. I must be the one singing. I should be the one preaching. I should be the one this. I am not this. I am not that. And the teaching that Jesus taught the church, we have forgotten about it. So the little trial, the little and you see that this one leaves the church. He goes to another church, forgetting that the ruler in that church is the same ruler in that church. Are you here? The church is the wife of Jesus. Is the wife of Jesus. So the Bible said that Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14 to 15. For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, verse 15, of whom the whole family, say family, say family, say family, the family in heaven and on earth is named. So there is a church in heaven and we are the church on earth. Give the Lord a mighty clap of friend. And I told them that if you want to be a lawyer, you have to go to the law school. The fact that you go to the law school doesn't make you a lawyer. You need to go through the systematic courses the systematic activities put in place in the law school so that if even you enter there as a tomato seller eh, you enter there as a hairdresser or a dressmaker by the time you come out of the regimented regimented teaching the books they teach them to become lawyers or doctors or architects they are in the market too Hello, they are in the market. Lucy, you want to learn Akito? Go to bookshop. You get all the books on Akito, even on the internet. Medicine. You can learn how to do surgery. Oh, am I lying? Is there? You can learn how to do uh, plastic surgery. YouTube. You go, you see. But you see, you need to go to that school and go through the regimented way where you don't have a choice to say, me, I won't learn this one. When you're on your own, you, you say, me, this, I won't learn. It's too hard. Laparoscopy. 
laparoscopy, saponification. What is this? What am I going to use it for? You just pour. Some of you, when you are reading news, a newspaper, you just want the headline and the ending. <laughs> that is why you cannot become a lawyer. You cannot because when you see the books, the medicine book, you see, book is half of your weight. <laughs> the book is half of your weight. Ah. Why am I the one come to create the world? You see, you see, biology, anatomy, studying only about the bone, bone, bone. Eh? When you see some of the books, but you need to go to medical school, and they take you through it. So if you go and you don't go and learn, it's a different thing. So if you are saying that oh, just going to church doesn't make you a strong Christian, but when you go, you need to partake of all the activities. That's what I'm talking about. So the first characteristic of a committed church member is that the church member is a committed or a regular church attendant. Yes. Must be regular in church. Must be regular. I didn't say every day because something can come up that is very necessary. When you get married, the next Sunday you are honeymoon. You won't come for teaching service. You won't come for prayer meeting. You are doing your teaching service and prayer meeting somewhere. <laughs> or you lose a loved one, you have to go and bury. But regular, that is a sign of a committed church member. Not just a name. You are not a church member just on paper. No. You are not supposed to be a church member just on paper. There are believers today whose how many churches have your name? Start counting. Start counting. Start counting. Some of you have crossed 10 already. <laughs> you count. Uh, oh, I forgot it. Aladura. Hey. Aladura. Hey, okay. Go. Continue. Number 12. Keep going. Yippee <laughs> church. I just saw. Count. <laughs> <laughs> Catholic Church, Tamale. You have gotten to 18. Into Unquas, you are sitting here. 18 pastors call you their daughters. Yeah, their daughter. Oh, that's my daughter. That's my daughter. 18 pastors. <laughs> oh, God, help us. As a committed church, I'm going chapter 2, verse 42. And they continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. Do you know what a doctrine is? A culture, a teaching, a particular teaching. That is the difference between a Christian and a Muslim in our days. A Muslim can give you the detail of their doctrines and teachings, the five pillars of Islam at ease. You ask a believer what is in Hebrews chapter 6. <laughs> yeah, Pastor, who said that? Hebrews chapter what? You ask a believer, explain why I need to be water baptized. 
That's a bet you need. You know, Jesus too was baptized. So you too, you have to be baptized. So explain to me. By diagrams and graphs. Bless. So I'm giving you the mic. A clap for her to help us. I am unbeliever. I just gave my life to Christ. You are insisting I should be water baptized. Teach me. Hmm. Pastor, I will disappear. If you do, I will just vanish in the air. <laughs> I block you. You cannot vanish. They continued in the apostles' doctrine. As you are going to school, as you are pursuing your professional career, the duty of the church is to remind you of your position in God. Because you can't come to church and I teach you economics. Economy, you go to Gimpa. Then you come to church and I'm quoting some things and when you high purchase and high demand and supply. What am I talking about? I'm interested in what your economy teacher and lecturer will not tell you. Amen. Are you here? So the Bible said, and they continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayer. They, they came together and they continue. May you continue fellowshipping with other believers in the church. In the name of Jesus. I thought you say a bigger amen. And this is the first and foremost most important ministry for you as a believer. Identifying with the church. Church attendance. How many of us attend teaching services? No. Now the world that has come here cry is making you more lazy. Lazier. We have become very convenient people in the kingdom and in the church. In the world now, you have to say, Feeling lazy. If we were in the early church, what would we have done? Just walking, oh, Pastor, now they blocked here, so walking like this. Wow, in your exercise. God is trying to help you to make, to walk. Have you forgotten when you were in the world? The rakes you took in the night. 1 a.m., you were confidently driving on the road. 12 midnight. You are somewhere nobody knows. With people you've never seen before. In nightclubs where people can just break bottles and fight. You, you are there. You are now born again. Walking to church. Driving to church. Being committed. You are more committed to your old student association. More than church. And when we are preaching about church. You say oh. Jesus did not come to build church. He came to build a kingdom. Look at you. <laughs> he didn't come and build church. He came to build kingdom. No. Let's correct this. He said, I will build my church. I will. The, the only thing Jesus is doing now is building his church. He's building his church. And the gate of hell. Shall not prepare. And we are the building material. 
and we are the workforce and we are the vessels he's using to build the church and I pray that from today you will be known as a committed church member in the name of Jesus I thought you are clapping for Jesus let's look at one of the lifestyles of Jesus Mark chapter 1 verse 21 Amen. And they went into Capernaum and straight away on the Sabbath day he entered into the synagogue and he taught. He went to church. He went to church. Church attendance is critical to church building. If Jesus is building his church and we don't attend church, just imagine that there was no church in Ghana. Imagine that on Sundays, on weekdays, there are no churches, services. There's no all night, there's nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. How will life be like? Just imagine Ghana without the Catholic Church. When you take out the Catholic Church, then you take out the secondary schools too. When you take out the Presbyterian Church, you take out the secondary schools they built. When you take out the Methodist Church, take out their schools. And you see that the importance of the church cannot be overemphasized. But we take it for granted. We, we, we have framed our minds that Monday to Friday is the best time we must show our commitment to our work. When it comes to Sunday, we consider it a resting day. From morning. Some of us use it to pound fufu for our friends. That is the day your friends come to your house. Sunday morning. You go for joggings on Sunday morning. Work out. Left, right, left, right, left. On Sunday morning, we pound fufu. We wash our dirty things. So when they call you, are you not coming to church? Oh, I have a lot of things to wash. Really? No. That is not how... A committed Christian behaves. A committed church member does not give excuses when it is time. Jesus, on the Sabbath day, he entered there. I pray that you will not develop excuses. Excuses. You know, a time will come, you will have to save somebody from a bad doctrine. And you need to hear this. You will have to. A time will come. Many people are backsliding. I'm telling you. Many people the rate at which people are diluting their faith in Christ, you have no idea. If you have not also started diluting. And we have to begin to become disciples, not just followers, and not just multitudes, but disciples. People who know what they are doing. So if you are coming to church and somebody is saying, why do you go to church like that? Sometimes you don't even have a reason for it. And you are like, uh, hey, you are saying something that is true. Really? <laughs> you say, eh, really? No, you must, you, we must defend our faith. Why do you pay tight like that? Why do you owe the church? Uh, oh. Now, who do you see during the uh, uh, lockdown? Oh, yeah, right. Ah, poo. Men, who? Hey, I'm going to be casting for a long time. No. You must know why you do what you are doing. You must know why you come to church. You must know why you belong to a church. 
you know why you belong to that family. So when your sister even offends you, some of you, the way you can fight at home, eh? only for parties you are together, this is my dearest, my pee my best friend. You were fighting some weeks ago in the house. You were not talking for three days. But this is you because it's a family party. Oh, this is a wonderful family. We love each other. We... <laughs> oh, Jesus. Being present, being known, and being active in the church is very important. Who knows you in the church? Who knows you? Some of us, we come to church. When I'm sharing the grace, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship. We are in your car already. Be with us now and forevermore. Jerome, we are gone. You know nobody. <laughs> you know nobody. Do you know the person by your left or right? Don't know anybody in the church. You must be part of the church. One day you need a church. And you see that you'll be calling the church. And when you call me and I don't know, I say, I don't know you. Oh, Pastor, me, I was in the choir. I was, hey, what is your name? I don't know you. Because the inheritance in the house are for the children in the house. I thought you were clapping. Hey, I'm in the church and they don't help us. Every day, Pastor is saying he's helping strangers. Eh, it's there. The Good Samaritan. <laughs> Have you read, read the Good Samaritan before? Yes. The Good Samaritan. There is nobody here who has not done good to strangers before. It's only when the church does good to strangers that members will have something to say. Eh, we are here. We are hungry. Pastor is sharing food for, for oh, you are selfish. After all that you get, you are not satisfied. We should carry all the money and give to you. No. Sometimes a stranger, you can give a member 25 kilogram rice. He will never call to say thank you. You will give a stranger one margarine. She will thank you a thousand times. Because the member has a mind that the church is a bank for an way be a bank or church. Are you here? And this is some of the reasons why I teach what I teach. That you have a different mindset about what the church is. Because if we should add all your offering since you joined the church and give it back to you, you'll be shocked. Hello? Ima? Assuming I ask God to open my eyes and I see the details of the offering and I give it to you. Can you buy a land in Sakumano? <laughs> Church attendance is one of the signs. Pastor, because you're a pastor, that's why you're talking like that. No. When I was not a pastor, I was a church addict. I was one of the people who be in church before service. And I was one of the people who leave church last people. And yet, I am not unproductive in my life. I don't lack anything. No, you are, you are an entrepreneur. You are doing a lot of things. You want money, so you don't have time for church. And blah, 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 blah. 
executive rep for so so and so and this 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 yeah, yeah, motivational speaker this, 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 this it's good but you must be committed to your Christian work and committed to your church it's beautiful it's biblical never sit down for anybody to preach any sermon to neutralize your commitment to church anybody who struggles to be committed to a church will struggle to be committed in his marriage or her marriage yes so if you like hopping from church to church you are a hopper as you are sitting here uh, you, you are in the choir of uh, some church you are in the intercessory department of some church different churches I was talking to a pastor I said hey Charlie he never knew pastoring in Accra he said all my choristers they are in other choirs I said uh-huh. welcome to Accra yes if you can flirt like that you struggle in your marriage it's a record you, you, you disprove it when you get there, you understand. Yeah. I pray for you that your life... Now, let me, let me say this before I close. I asked them in the second service. So let me ask um, Jifa. If you are going to marry a man, okay, and you ask him, where do you stay? Oh, I stay in plenty places. Will you trust him? Oh, show me where you stay. Oh, I patch with a friend in Sakumono, and then I patch with another friend at MF, and then I patch at uh, Shell Signboard. I have another place I go in Kaswa. Yeah, it's okay. We, we, it's okay. We, 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 we've ended the whole show. Oh, for how long? Is it because you are doing something? Oh no, this is how I live. Oh. This is how I live. I move one month, I'm yet. <laughs> Continue moving. Continue. Continue. Hmm? Continue. I believe in commitment according to scripture. Be a, an attendant. In attending church, you hear the word of God. That will teach you. You see, you will personally start getting to know God. As you fellow, we have more to learn because of time I'm ending. As you fellowship, you one of the things that helped me was that I was a church addict. So all the friends I met were church people, and none of them is poor today. None of them is a beggar. No, none of them. They are not just spiritual, but they are relevant on earth and in society. Whoever told you we are wasting time in church, they should wait. The day God gives us our salary, they will know that we were not wasting our time. I thought you are clapping. There is a blessing in Zion that is not for the common, but for the committed. There is a blessing in Zion that is not for the common, but for the committed. It may take time to reflect, but definitely it will reflect in your account. And the day it will reflect in your account, your workings will change. Hey! your workings will change. You will not work like they are pushing you. Hey. You walk consciously. Oh, I am blessed. Yeah, I'm truly blessed. May you never be a beggar. May you never beg to eat. May the blessing in Zion rain upon you. 
See, when you even sin, the best place for you to come to is the church. But when we sin, we run to other technical sinners. All of us are sinners here. We are righteous sinners. Lucy, last week you didn't sin. Even for last week you didn't sin. And now you're an angel. For all have sinned. No matter how righteous you think you are, it's not beautiful. Before God, it's not. So, if you fall, the best place to come to church, you just come to church cool and sit down. <laughs> it's between you and your God. Just, just sort yourself out quiet. Nobody will hear. If you can speak your vernacular, you are not holding microphone. Just talk to God. But if you sin and you run away from the presence of God, and when God came and asked Adam, Adam, where are you? He said, I heard your voice and I was afraid. No. That was the time you should I'd rather embrace God and say, Father, I've sinned against you. The story would have been different. I pray for you that you would not make yourself vulnerable to the enemy. I pray, you see, he said, they that appeared in Zion, they move and they grow and they shine from strength to strength. As you've come to church today, some of you feel lifted. You feel relieved. There is a blessing in Zion you can never get in your house. Yes. And I pray that you will humble yourself. The problem is that, oh God, help me, Holy Spirit. The problem is that some of us feel too high. Especially some of the church workers. They feel that they are doing more important. So you can see an armor bearer looking down on a cleaner. We are the apostles. Where's, where's my Bible? Let me show you. So they hold their Bible when they are coming. Apostles. <laughs> but we are one. It's a great privilege for us to even be called to serve. And some of us to feel too important. Maybe in department, they want every attention. They want us to carry them at their back because they sing, because they do this, because they do that. Don't lift yourself too much above what is expected. And the problem is that some of us have inferiority complex. Somebody has not done anything to you, cry. You say, hey, the way the girl looked at me, did you see he didn't himself I help? You just feel like. But inferiority complex. You see, you must fight to be part of a church. Else you can you can easily leave. You must fight. Not fight people. You must you must make up your mind. That is how marriage is. Sometimes you marry and then your husband will start fooling. He will shock you. 
See, eh, I didn't know that was how this man is. So, you see that every elderly person you go and talk to, they will tell you be patient. tell you be patient just be patient everything will be fine okay <laughs> the more and more person more worried now when you go and it's like when you come I say be patient the only time I will intervene is when the person is beating you oh that one our organized boys we will cross him along and we will beat him he will know that it is me we will beat him by and I'll tell them, don't hurt him. I just teach him a lesson. Some more. When you see that he's shouting, I am dying, I am dying, then you stop. <laughs> Give the Lord a mighty clap of him. <laughs> I'm dying, I'm dying, I'm dying. I say, oh, you leave him, leave him, leave him. He has to leave to take care of his family. But I'm praying for you that you will fight to be part of this church. Amen. Give the Lord a clap of him. I want you to close your eyes and lift up your right hand and talk to God. Talk to God to help you. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 24 to 25. Let me give you this scripture. We are done. He said, and let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as the manner of some is. So God knows that in the church there are some people who have, and it's normal. Some of you were like that, and later you change. Human beings change. But don't copy bad examples. Copy good examples. That is about life. Life, your, the totality of your life is equal to the examples you copied in life. So you will meet some who absent themselves from the church. Don't copy them. Don't let them be your example. But you meet some too who are committed to church activity. They are the people you must emulate. I want you to close your eyes and pray in one minute that Lord, whatever it takes to be committed, I'm praying in the name of Jesus. Help me in the name of Jesus. You've called us to be part of the community of believers. Lift your voice and pray. La ba da 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 ba sha de le be anus. Men de le 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 ma sha da la ba ba. Man da le 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 ma sha pa de be ata la ba la ba. In de le 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 ma sha da la 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 ba. Mara ta dio sha de le be haya. Bon de le ke be ata ba 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 la ba. Ra ba 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 ba. Any offense in our hearts, any offense, any bitterness in your heart, pray that the Lord will deliver you from it. In the name of Jesus, and release that sister, release that brother. Manda dibo shada ba, raba bala 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 ba shada la ba ba. Intala la 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 bo shaba la ba ba ba. 
la bashada mekataya mabranda ledele zegregedea mantolololomosa in the name of Jesus Father we thank you thank you for teaching us thank you for opening our eyes into things we never knew we pray that Lord establish our feet in your house establish our feet in your house plant us in your house and cause us to flourish in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Give the Lord a good clap offering. The clap is not good. Hallelujah.